0: Good morning, friends. Today, we have a special guest, human design expert, Melissa Kurt. We will dive deep on this episode to better understand this field. Hi, friends. If you feel depleted and at times overwhelmed, searching for more, if you want to reclaim your voice, peace, and power, this show is for you. I'm Evelyn Glick. I love fashion, interior design, and spicy foods. I'm obsessed with personal development and human behavior. Here, I'll be discussing mindset, relationships, lifestyle, and so much more. I believe to live an empowered life, we must crush those limiting beliefs holding us back from stepping into our fabulousness, because playing small doesn't serve anyone. Hi, Melissa. Thank you for being here. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Thank you. So I'm very interested in this topic, actually, just recently, how the universe works, right? The field human design keeps popping here and there. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Awesome. Tell me me what led you to this field.
1: So I was in a 20 year relationship that was very challenging and abusive and you know, at the end of that 20 years when I finally had the courage to leave, I was really lost. I didn't I felt like I wasn't good at anything. I felt very um you know, disconnected with who I was because the relationship was very I was very dominated and you know, everything had to be whatever his agenda was. And so after leaving that, I was so lost. I didn't know what I liked, I didn't know who I was. I didn't feel like I was good at anything. I just had to really start doing some soul searching and figure out who I was so along that journey one of the things that um, was very instrumental in getting me directed and getting me to where I needed to be was when I had a human design reading so it really helps you to understand um, you know I'm a I'm a psychology major and we and we had to learn you know all the myers-briggs and the disc and strength Finders. we had to Learn about all the different personality tests and things like that. But the difference with this was all of those tests, you're af- answering questions, so it's your perspective of who you are that the results are based on. Where the human design is be- based on your DNA and your, you know, your genetic makeup. So there are things that are in my human design that I'm that are my brilliance, that are my strength, my right? where where I have genius, right? but I never would have known that by answering questions. And a lot of that information, especially when I was feeling so badly about myself, I really had to work on my self-esteem and my confidence and all of that to step back into all those strengths. I had, it, it was really uncomfortable, but now, you know, those are the things that are effortless for me. Those are the things that light me up and make me, you know, want to work with my clients. And want to make an impact. And, you know, when I watch my clients get that shift or get an aha or just get permission, you know, a lot of it's about permission. Like this is who you are. This is what you're good at. Now go do it. You know, when before everyone told them that won't work or that's not a career or things like that. And, you know, we get a lot of naysayers in our life. And so the human design teaches you what your personal authority is and how to make decisions. And it's not outside of yourself. You know, it's within you and no one knows what's best for you more than you. And so learning how to use that natural system, how you're designed to interact in the world, what your energy source is I have one of the highest energy designs. And when I'm, I used to think like other people were lazy because it couldn't keep up with me or, you know, we have expectations, you know, like what's the big deal, right? That I can do this. Why can't you? And then, you know, when you start to honor and know like your loved ones, your business partner, your spouse, your kids, it takes that pressure off. You rein your expectations in for what they're designed to be.
0: Yeah. So interesting because it's, it's really learning to honor among many other things, honor who we are. And sometimes we can't really figure that out, right? It's, it's learning to really tune into who we are, finding out what, what is our zone of genius. Because sometimes. There's so many people judging, including ourselves, what we should be doing or not doing, and following that instinct. How do we start? One of the basics. So you
1: can you can get a human design chart if you know your birth information. So it's your place of birth, the time of birth, and your date of birth. And when you put those in, what it it combines the human design system combines several different systems, including astrology, the chakra system, the I Ching. It combines them all together and layers the information. So what that birth information does is hones in on the location at the moment you took your first breath and where the position was of all the stars and the planets and the sun and the moon, and then going forward, how that affects you. And so, you know, it's a, it's very much scientific. Not everyone understands it, but you don't have to understand it to get the benefit of it. And then once you get your chart, it will be a lot of information that doesn't really make sense. So there's information online, I have information on my website, there's books you can buy, or you can connect with someone that does readings or teaches classes and things like that. I do readings, I teach classes, I certify people in human design, there's a lot of information out there. And the more I learn about the system, the more I realize I don't know anything. I mean, it's so complex and there's so many areas of life and, you know, lots of different people have taken this information and gone all different directions. So it's very powerful.
0: So powerful. I'm so interested. Let's grasp what works for you or what resonates and dive into it and get a little bit more informed. If something's nudging you and you're curious about it, as I am, how do you use the information with the charts with your client? So let's say you have my, the date and the time, how does that create like a chart for them?
1: So the software with that information, it hones in your exact location and what your perspective was to each of the planets at that moment in time. And then it places those. So if you look at the chart, the chart is, it's a bunch of lines and numbers. It kind of looks roughly like a human. It has nine different centers in large shapes, and then it has connections between what are called channels. And so where each planet was will be lit up and it creates the type and your whole agenda for your chart. So once you get it, there's a lot of interpretation. Mm. So it's the positioning of each of the things and how it relates to you. I mean, one thing that if, you know, if you are skeptical, Not you, but if anyone listening is skeptical, the last few years have been very shifting in the whole world. And there's a lot of astrological explanation. If you follow any astrology, it was very much predicted because of the position of the outer planets and the outer planets, you know, affect everybody. Whereas the inner planets are more personal and affect you personally. But the outer planets, we've all been in this together going through a lot of shifts in our world and it's worldwide whether you believe it or not you know it's hard to argue with what we've been going through and what those planets represent and where they're positioned right now the human design system takes a lot of the it takes the astrology and where the planet positions are at your time of birth and then explains gives an explanation of what you're here for what your soul incarnated for what what you're um designed to do And where you need support, where are the blank places in your chart where you need someone else to do that for you?
0: Interesting. So let's say that there's a client that has a very specific area of their lives that that needs guidance and needs help. It's very specific. For some people, it'll be, you know, their love life. For others, it'll be their financial or career life, whatever it is. Once they have that information, I'm assuming it's like putting a, a light to the problem, right? Yes. It helps you understand why you're going through what you're going through, maybe, and also what you can do to shift it. Or is it something like, well, this is who you are. Once you have your chart, it's not set in stone. It helps you navigate the rest of your life. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So for one thing, like I can explain from the perspective of my, my chart with my ex. Okay. I have a very powerful and energy driven chart. I also have a very directional chart. So, I'm very good with money and finances, providing direction. I would be a good fit in a large organization for helping, you know, looking at future growth and where to, how to get where we're wanting to go. My ex is a CPA, though. And even though I'm really good with money and direction and and planning and things like that, he was always in charge of our finances, which is not really a big thing in his chart. And he is a very good decision maker. He's very, like, locked in about a logical, like, taking a problem and dissecting it in a logical way to get a result. But the way our marriage was set up, he was in charge of the finances and I made most of the decisions. And so we were always kind of battling each other because I would think you're doing the wrong thing with the money. And he would think I'm making the wrong decisions because that was something we were each better at. If that makes sense. So had I had this information back then, we would understand our strengths and limitations and Does that mean you can't do it? No, it doesn't mean that you can't do it, but you can understand, like you might need counsel in some of that area. Or, you know, for me, I'm a lot of the things in my chart are big picture. I'm really good at, at seeing the vision and the overlook of everything, but I could really care less about a lot of the details. I'm not real detail oriented. So it's, I keep somebody like I have an assistant that keeps me, you know, making sure I'm checking things, making sure. I'm completing these kinds of things because I'll overlook things because I'm more, you know, looking at where I'm going rather than how to get there. And so I have support in that area because I know I don't like doing that. And I will also procrastinate, you know, we, we procrastinate the areas that we're not good at, right. Or that we don't want to do. We have no interest in because it's not our thing. So I find the areas where I'm or I'm procrastinating, if I get the support, then those gaps are filled. Instead of forcing myself, I never have my clients when I'm working with my business owners, I never make them do things that they just hate, you know, and by giving them the permission to say, okay, like for me, I have a business major, I have a psychology and a business major. And in my business major, you know, we had to take a lot of accounting, but I hate doing my books, four or five months will go by. And I'm like, I haven't even reconciled my, my accounts, right? So I finally gave myself permission to have an accountant, even though it's something I can do, I don't want to do it. So it's that kind of thing where you just get an awareness. You take the pressure off yourself. And now I spend more time doing the things I love. So even though, you know, it may not be that you can't do something, but if it doesn't bring you joy, there's someone out there that loves to do that, that does it more efficiently and you can pay them for two hours to do what will take you eight to 10 hours because of your avoidance, procrastination, and just non-interest, in it. does that make sense?
0: Total sense and it totally resonates with, with all of us, I think, that are listening because many times we force ourselves to do it all right. and be good at all the areas, right? And multitask and even if something feels really hard, it's there's resistance there and we just can't find a way of doing it. We wanna do it anyways. And it creates friction and stress and frustration, recognizing that it's kind of a release to know that, you know, we don't have to do it all. It's okay right. to hand over some of the things that are not, you know, our strengths, that permission, you used that word a couple of times. I loved it. That permission to just say, I don't have to be great at everything. It's not my strength. My son of genius is here. Let me nourish that. And of course, find support so we can balance the areas that we're
1: weak. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, I really spend probably 90% of my time in my business doing the part I love the areas where I struggle or I'm not interested in or I'm not the best at doing it. I have someone else do it. And it's very freeing because it's not hanging over my head. That's what it's like this dark cloud that follows around you when you have something to do that you don't want to do it. You shouldn't be doing it. So
0: I know it's, it's understanding our limitations and honoring our brilliance. Yes. It's home because sometimes we feel we shouldn't invest. Oh, I'm spending the money in something. Maybe I could do it. But if it's going to take you, you know, a couple of days to do it and someone can do it in a couple of hours, do the balance there, right? Minus the frustration that's going to be taken away by outsourcing it and, and finding that. A lot of things to think about as the listeners are here saying, oh, you know what? This resonates with me. Finding ways of Having our life just flow, yeah. flow just nicely. Melissa, what, what else do you think for the listeners? Can the listeners do any of this at home? Is there anything, is there a starting point where they can say, you know what? I'm starting to be interested. Maybe I just want to get a little bit more informed before I dive in and I actually get my design chart done professionally.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of information out there. You know, nobody can patent this information. There's a lot of, you know, people out there that have done research and are working in it. But the the main things that I would recommend and where to start is get your chart online. You can get it at my website, but you can just search human design um, free chart and you'll get a printout and it won't mean much to you, but you can look up the information. So the biggest pieces of information are your type. So there is five different types. There are generators, manifesting generators, manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. And just knowing that information and what your chart says you are is life changing because it teaches you 70% of the population are generators or manifesting generators and the rest of the people have been conditioned to be like them. And they're way out of alignment with who they naturally are. So if you are one of the other types This will be so eye-opening and so much relief because the pressure that you've put yourself under to be like all these busy people, the hard workers, the energy types, it's exhausting for the types that are not energy types. And so it teaches you what you're designed to do. You have a different role and it's equally as important, right? But if you don't know it, it burns you out. So that's the first piece I would look at and try to understand is the type. Then the next piece is the authority, which is your decision-making process. And so, so many people are out of alignment. They're getting these messages of what what they should be doing and what direction they should take, how to um, say yes or no to opportunities. And they're ignoring the signal because they don't realize that's their answer. And then, you know, things don't work out. If you look back in your, you know, we all have gone look back on a decision we made and knew we should not do it, right? And then it has disastrous results. And if we would have known that that was our signal and that was the way we were supposed to make decisions, we can avoid a lot of problems. So the type and authority are those two pieces. There's also the profile. And that really helps you to understand your public role, who you're here and designed to be in the world, like what people look to you for. Are you here to be in charge of stuff? Are you here to investigate and be yourself? are you here just all about a personal experience or are you here to impact others? And sometimes just knowing who you are. And again, it gives you permission because we know this, you know, we know that that's what, when I start describing what's in their chart, most people are like, either they know it or they're like, Oh, that's what I really love, but they've been conditioned out of it. You know, a lot of times I would read something, somebody would talk about equality in the chart And then it wasn't in my chart. And I thought, wow, I'm like that all the time. I go look at my mom's chart. It's in my mom's chart, right? But my mom raised me. So she taught me that's how you do it. But that doesn't work for me. That's her design, not mine. And so there's that unconditioning from everyone else. I would start with those three pieces. And there's information, like I said, on my website, but there's a lot of websites. There's books you can buy. The person that Developed this whole system, it was a download that he got. And his name is Ra Uru Hu. And he has the definitive book of human design, is what his book is. And it's pretty complicated to read and understand, but it does give you all the facts. It gives you all the information from your chart. And then you can go and explore other places that make it easier to understand. But it is a very, very complex system. It is so. I mean, I've been studying it for 10 years and there's still parts of the database I haven't studied. So it's amazing. And it really changed my life. So that
0: is really fascinating. Um, What if you don't have part of that information? Can you help the people that don't know their birth time? Like me, I have an idea, but I don't know specifically. That's one. And two, the people that are perhaps adopted that really don't know that much? Is that an area where you're like, Oh, you know what? I, I mean, I understand that there's levels of how much you can help, but can you help even those?
1: Yeah. So one of the things I do, and actually I've worked with quite a few, I it's funny, I have quite a few people in my life that are adopted. And so I've run into this problem a lot. And what I've done is I usually run a chart. That's like right at, you know, 1230 AM, and then I'll run their chart at 12 PM at noon and then run it again at 11:30 p.m. all in the same day but you know at all different times of day and you know for some people you get three drastically different charts and for other people it it only changes slightly right because the way the chart's designed each planet at one moment in time is going to move from one area of the chart to another right but it may not be in your 24 hour period it depends on where the planets are And there's percentages that I can look up, like, is it in the middle of this gate? You know, is it in the middle of this thing where it's not gonna move for a while? It's been there for a while, it's not gonna move for a while. So I know that's probably not going to be an issue. There are also people that you could look up online that help to determine what your actual real time of birth is. And, you know, there's muscle testing, there's different things. So, you know, those are some of the methods. People that really wanna know, the more accurate it is, you know, they said, oh, I think I was born at 730 in the morning. And then they talked to their mom, their mom, and it was 749 in the morning. And just that 20 minute period, there are a few things that are significant that have changed, but that's not, that's not always the case. So the more accurate, the better, but it doesn't mean the system can't help you.
0: Okay. Yes. That's a good answer because I have been searching for my time for a long, for a while. And my husband, neither one of us now, I,
1: So it's hard for, (laughs) it's
0: it's not on your birth
1: certificate.
0: Well, I was born in Dominican Republic. And at the time the documentation didn't require such specifics. Obviously the day and your weight, things like that, like more vitals than, than the time wasn't as crucial, I guess, or important. And my mother remembers it was in the afternoon. She remembers it's around four o'clock, but she was like in and out of it, losing consciousness. She was hard. So she just remembers the time approximately, but not specifically. So it's interesting, because I had a wonderful conversation with another lady that was um, an energy healer, and she was able to narrow down my time. So I feel pretty confident based on what we talked about, that I'm pretty close to it now, maybe not specifically, but close, closer than I was before, right? I'd like to finish the conversation always with three rapid questions. But before I do that, is there anything you want the listeners to know that we did not discuss here?
1: Um, I just always encourage people to figure out who they are and find their passion, um, because I work with a lot of clients that make a lot of money and are not not satisfied in their life. They feel unfulfilled, and so the way the Human Design system works, it points you in your direction where your life's work supposed to be, who you're here to impact and how you're here to create that impact. And through that fulfillment, raising your vibration and your passion for it, you know, that's where the fulfillment comes. And when you're feeling fulfilled, the money follows. It's not about going after the money. It's about being you and delivering what you're here to, you know, how the impact is supposed to be made. So I just always encourage people to find their, find what makes them tick and find what makes them happy because nothing else matters.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for your time. This was a wonderful conversation. Um, So the three rapid questions, the world needs fill in the blank. Understanding.
1: Compassion. Yes. Happiness to me is. Making an impact in other people's lives feeling like I am delivering the gifts that I have.
0: Beautiful. The third one, I would like to be remembered for?
1: the person that can help awaken you to who you really are and set you on the path for success and fulfillment.
0: Beautifully said. Thank you, Melissa, for your time. Please share where we can find you and follow you and
1: support you. So I'm on all the social media, Melissa Kirk. And then my website is Melissa Kirk. It's M-E-L issakirk.com. You can ask for your free report there. There's information more about the charts and you can also reach out to me. So I'd love to hear about hear from you. I hope that this has impacted you in the way that you needed to be impacted today.
0: Yes, I agree. Thank you listeners for being part of this wonderful conversation. And if this was helpful to you in any way and you found it resonated with you, please share it with a friend and someone who... Need to hear this information. It's important to to share what we learn and elevate ourselves. Thank you for listening. I sure hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. It opened up my curiosity to explore a little more about this fascinating field of human design. Hope it was enjoyable to you too. If it was, please share and rate. I appreciate your support and precious time. See you next week. May you live the fullest expression of who you are because plain small doesn't serve anyone